1: way to love life and all things weird. I am your host, Suzanne Stoffer, um, along with Megan Silito, who right now is in an Uber in LA and I think she might be coming on the line here in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: actually had two Ubers canceled now. <laughs> so Great. apparently I'm apparently I'm supposed to do the show on the street.
1: Yeah, so, I think you yeah. are, like, at the beach, at the ocean, or something. I know, right? <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, I have to confess that I have been a mess this morning. Um, I woke up at 5 a.m. crying, pretty much haven't stopped, um, and, you know, I think um, it's so much of what's Happening in my world, but you know, our this is our last show today. Um, endings and beginnings a celebration of life, love, life, and all things weird. And it's my choice and decision to complete the show, um, with Megan and I. And I think you know, she has some uh creations in store so that the show will continue. But as it is with love, life, and all things weird, and with me included will no longer be after today. And, um, it breaks my heart. It really, so I might just be a mess the entire time. Um, just FYI. So, um, there is where we're at. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. but I really like actually what you said when you created the copy, um, for the show. And I wanted to read that. Um, Join us this Wednesday as we celebrate our 205th episode and our final incarnation as Love Life and All Things Weird. We are so, so grateful for the show and it has blessed us in so many ways. It's healed us and transitioned us and gave us a place to find our voices and co-create. It's truly been filled with love, life, and all things weird. And we want you to get your party hats on and come and celebrate the magic and creation of this show. We are so proud of the content and energy that has gone into it and the difference it has made in people's lives. Come give us a proper send off into a new horizon of what is sure to be a very big adventure indeed. And, you know, before the show, as we do, um, Megan and I were debriefing and talking about like what it is that we want to talk about on the show today and you know, and I was saying that, you know, that with the end of our romantic relationship and uh, with the end of the show, and there's just so many endings in my life. Uh, and transition. Uh, endings and transition are really hard. Right. Really hard, I think, for everybody. And, uh, you know, there's this place where we, like, you know, grasp onto what, has been, um, and like we want to hold on, you know, kind of for dear life. And I know that I have certainly done that. Um, And yet there's this, you know, intuition. There's this deep knowing that um, you got to like let go and go into the unknown and um, trust, you know, um, trust the process. And uh, so I got a tiny bit of a pep talk. From Megan earlier, and um, maybe maybe you can share because I thought what you said was really beautiful. Maybe you can share with the people part of what you said.
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> hold on one second.
1: <laughs> or not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I told the driver I was on a radio show, and he just kept asking me questions the whole time. This <laughs> was like, I had to be on mute. Oh, man. I think, you know, it's so funny, because cause this, is, this is, I think sometimes I process my emotions through things like this, to like... Um, logistical nightmares. <laughs> so that was a little bit of a logistical
1: light nightmare. So tell me again what you asked me. I was saying how you gave me a pep talk before the show about um, mm-hmm. ending and um, mm-hmm. that we want to hold on, right? We want to, um, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're all in one way or another, very afraid of change and transition. And mm-hmm. kind of stepping into the unknown or you know making the free fall, you know, and um, I feel like our relationship has been such a bookend for um for my creations in the world, because 'cause you're um such a beautiful uh celebration and um cheerleader, and so for me to end the show and then and not know what's next for me creatively, what's next for me in my career, what's my up level. I'm not really, you know, having our relationship to bookend me and certainly not having you in the same way as I've had. Um, It just feels really scary. And we all go through this. We
2: all have those moments where we're like, but wait. I thought it
1: was going to be this way forever, and it's not, you know, and so... I guess, like, I'm just really showing up vulnerably as I am in this moment as an invitation that it's okay for all of us to be scared. It's okay for us to not know. It's okay for us to be emotional at the transition of things. And, you know, so I was saying you were giving me a pep talk about, you know, when one thing ends and something else begins and, like, how to open up to that new beginning and how to trust that process right? And I don't, I feel really shaky at that right now. And so I was hoping that maybe you could speak to that, speak to the people.
2: <laughs> I speak to the people. Well, I think what was, what I was, what I've been tapping into is like letting the emotional energy through without any story. Because Um, you know, in my work with the Hendricks, but also I think in just, you know, working with people for so long and and having my own um, sort of push-pull with emotions and release. And and like I said, I I think I (laughs) created a little logistical nightmare this morning just as a way to like kind of process. Um, And when we try to put a story on a feeling, like a this is the end and this is the end of the world and, you know, all of that, it actually creates, I loved what you called it earlier, which is like a drama vortex, right? Because, like, Katie Hendricks used to say, everything after because is arguable. (laughs) Like, I'm sad because, right? And it's like, the problem with endings, the problems with transition is we don't know what's next. We really don't. And so because the human mind wants to define and solidify, then because we don't know what's next, it goes into the past. It goes into what was. And then that what was, (laughs) then we now have a really good story to wrap ourselves around and emote, right? And and um, we've said this on the show before, is like pain is part of this life experience. It always will be. But suffering is optional. And suffering occurs when we add a story to the emotion. And then we can, you know, we can wail <laughs> and gnash our teeth for a while. But it's natural to do that, too. It's not wrong. The brain just does that. It's like, oh, my God, I don't have anything to hold on to. I don't see the future. I don't know what's in the future. So I'm going to go to the past. (laughs) And if we can actually learn to just be present right now and feel the sadness and feel the grief, feel the fear, like I don't know what's next, you know, then we can start tapping some things. We can start happy, the energy of that trust and I think it is a trust fall when you don't know what's next, you know it's like for me I know that I have needed this journey of independence probably for a long time of being in my own space and being uh, learning how to like not always relate through another, but to learn how to relate through myself. And it feels so weird to have to, like, let go of this, to have that. And so I don't know what that means, you know? I don't know what future that is, but I, there's something inside me that knows that to be who I came here to be, I need this process. And so I'm trusting. And I don't know what the future holds. I don't know. I know that I... I know that I love you. And I know that I'm really proud of what we've created here. And I... I told you this this morning, but I feel like I trust you more than I ever have. More than I ever did inside the relationship, which is weird as hell, really, you know? But it's like I just know that there's this new energy coming in because when I'm present in the feeling and when I'm present in the in my body, I can feel a peace there along with the grief, along with the fear, along with all of that. There's some kind of thread. There's some kind of knowing, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know it's in the future. I think in some, it's it's interesting with you and I, right, because we each have these places that we trust and, and places we don't trust and that's really the opposite. You know, there's places where I think you trust that I get really discombobulated with. But like for me, I feel like I've been there's a there's like a a trust in this process of knowing that I'm going to be okay and knowing that you and I will find our way and we will find the next incarnation of us. And that we're always connected, no matter what. I trust that. And I'm sad. And I'm scared. <laughs> Just to bring in a little levity here, because when Suzanne and I were talking about, um, you know, like what, like like how we wanted to complete, when we wanted to complete, you know, what was next, and I, in, in her um Uh, I actually didn't want to complete the show. And this was something that she was starting to feel complete with even before we chose to uncouple. And um, so this was one of my big, no, no. (laughs) And and I'm like, well, like, what do you... So you're just not going to do the show? you think I ever do the show? She goes, no, I'm going to be a guest on your show. And I was like, oh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like your friends that, um, uh, the people that quit smoking, but they actually don't quit smoking. They just quit buying cigarettes. So they just like <laughs> bum them off their friends. <laughs> you didn't quit smoking. You just quit buying cigarettes. So it's like, I'm like, oh, so I'm going to run my show and you're going to come on and be my guest when you are. But then you don't have to, you have to run the container of the show and all of the work that's involved with that. Okay, I get it. I can't believe I haven't
1: thought of this before.
2: (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, this is the, one of the transitions. This is a really great example, right? Because through that process and my grief and my wailing and gnashing of teeth, like, I felt really happy that she wanted to be my guest. But then I was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> wait just a cotton-picking minute. And, um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah so so Suzanne plans to be a guest, I think whenever she really wants to <laughs> <laughs> and when the mood and when the mood suits her and that's, right. been, actually that's been one it's been one of the it's been one of the things that I've noticed in our transition is that like Suzanne used to be the one holding all the logistics, she used to be the one driving a lot of the sort of structural ship, so to speak. While I like hung out in the universe on a balloon, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> like she had the string of my balloon essentially as I was like uh-huh. floating out, and it's yeah. so it's been such an interesting thing because as you have let go of our romantic relationship, that you have been, um, you've lost a lot of your structure, you've lost a lot of that, like it's. Somehow, because you were holding it for me, like you were hanging on to it, but like in letting go of me, it's been dissipating and you're moving into more of a spirit-centered, heart-centered space of creation. And for me, the opposite is true, which is I have gotten suddenly and really weirdly kind of structured. And I'm tracking logistics. And it is the weirdest thing. I feel like I am Dorothy and I'm not in Kansas anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, it really is yeah. just laughable, honestly, this kind of stuff to me. It's just like you I've wanted you for years to be more to have more logistics. Right? And mm-hmm. to like track and to Not have to hold it all, like the scaffolding of it all. And, you know, and so I just have to break up with you in order for that to happen. Like, what the actual Mm -hmm. fuck, honestly. Like, (laughs) it's just ridiculous. Um, And, you know, I mean, I needed to let go of all of that, too. Like, there was a way that I was just coming in so intensely like logical and um, controlling and all of it that was not serving that felt really contracting to you, you know, and in so many ways. And so, you know, that's my learning is how to blend those, just like you're learning how to blend, you know, and it's, I just think that's what's fascinating about you and I is we always show up for each other in ways that are, that pull what, Pull us into a bigger and better expression of us. And sometimes that's really painful, you know, um, just like this. And so I don't trust in us and what will happen for us in the future, but I appreciate that you do. And there's other places and spaces where I trust you and I trust me and you don't, you know, and I feel like that's the connection and true soul connection of us that will always be. You know, I talk about this quote of forever loving Megan, right? I've always loved her. I love her still. And I will always love her. And, um, no matter, no matter what, you know, no matter what, um, doesn't work, you know, in all of the ways in which we push up against each other and interlock with each other, it doesn't change my love ever. And, um, so I really appreciate that space that we are for each other in being all that we can be in the world. And um so I'm gonna have to have you hold that trust of our future um because I can't <laughs> I can't see it and um so and I think that's what I wanna talk about after break is I wanna talk about this place of like what do you do when you don't know when you don't trust and when you're kind of in that free fall place like in the ending of something um what do you do in that and so i'll i'll talk about that after break you're listening to love life and all things weird please come back
0: are you looking for a place to create connect and belong and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m., Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves?
0: This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the air with Megan and Suzanne now back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Love Life and all things Weird, and we're talking about transitions about endings and beginnings and beef uh and you know really announcing that this is our last episode of Love life and all things weird in this um in this way that it's structured and I I don't know um if we'll have an announcement. I don't know if Megan's figured it out as far as how she'll continue and what in what that fashion that will be, but maybe we can give her a few minutes of time at the end of the show in order to um to really um you know tell people what's next but I wanted to address what I said before break as far as like you know when you find yourself in these transitions and you feel that free fall and um you know you're holding on for dear life so to speak and you just you don't know what to do you know and you don't you don't you you're scared you don't have the trust you know um what do you do and I want to kind of just from my experience because that's where I'm at um and you know I've been in um leadership a leadership program I've um it's been oh, this whole year and there's three um different modules and so I just got back from Virginia um I was there for a week um and you know, there's 22 people in this program and we're learning a lot of facilitation tools, but we're also going through our own personal development. You know, we're like processing ourselves and we're processing each other. And what was so striking about this week is that like you can't, there's 22 people and we're all in transition, right? There's four people in our group that broke up with their primary partners in the last two months. You know, there's um, a mother who, um, sent her daughter off to college right before she showed up to leadership. You know, there's a person moving across the country. There's another person starting a new job. You know, so there's there's 22 people and we're all in transition. And you know, there's there's so much fear in transition. And you when we have those kinds of life changes, it's some of the most um, intense um, times of our lives. And so. I just was a witness to all of these people in transition. And what struck me so profoundly was the humanness, was the messiness of the process. And yet when I'm in this group, like talking so honestly, so r- revealing, like raw, um, and just saying what's going on for me, it's like there's this safety in the that we're all in the same boat. And so I would, like, really suggest, you know, and, and and encourage you to find your people, like, find someone, some people to share these transitions with because we're all in this human experiment together. And I think we forget that, especially when we're in transition, we tend to isolate. We tend to, um, you know, really, like... Uh, go away from support, you know? Um, and it's just, it, it, yeah, I mean, like, I really appreciate your share, Brandy, in the chat room. Um, she says, I moved an hour away from everything my kids know, and I'm going through a divorce after being separated for three years, and she was married for 19 years. Exactly. It's like, we're all in transition. We're transitioning, you know, with our work, with our careers, like with, you know, things like, uh, with our children, like, ah, it's just, I have just been overcome with emotion this week over and over again about like the humanness the humanness of transition and how you know life just like throws us these curve balls and asks us to surrender and really that was my intention at the beginning of the week is to surrender to the process of the week and um you know i and find like you know rituals and i mean that was my encouragement for myself is to Find rituals that keep me um, feeling safe, that that bring me comfort, you know. And what are those rituals in your life that, as the as life happens, that you can come back to that place in your body, that you can come back to that ritual, you know? In in our group, there's um, a Marco Polo group that that someone started, and it's called Everyday Grace. And so everybody has been, um, you know, like doing videos of their moments of grace that keep them centered and grounded and in a place of trust and safety. And it's just, it's brought me to tears over and over and over again, you know, um, of like what everybody, um, what everybody is doing, you know, to to function and to transition through you know through the shit <laughs> um so i feel blessed to be in the mix you know um with all of these amazing souls who are we're all just doing our very best you know to uh, to, to who be us, to express, to work through our stuff. You know, I I just want to really um, bring the dose of compassion, just incredible compassion for all of us. Because no matter who you are, you're going through something. And I honor your process. Uh, very well said.
2: You know, I think that the earth must be spinning faster. And actually, I recently learned that it was. Um, And what I've seen is everything sped up. Like, and you guys may have felt this too, is like, you know, we get more information, new information in one day than our great-grandfathers got in their whole lives. Like, we're moving at the speed of, light and we're moving at the speed of um, space and transition is going to, it's like my interesting point of view is, is that we're going to have to get used to that life is transition, that there's no longer going to be stopping point, that this is, we're now surfing the wave of consciousness. And it will morph and it will change and it will ask us to let go of our safely defined realities. (laughs) And it's going, if you're on a conscious path, you know, and I think that when it gets to that, another way that we can choose suffering is to hang on to a definition of anything, you know. And it's like, to me, there is a love that is beyond any definition at all. There is creation beyond definition. There is, you know, um, living beyond definition. And I feel this is just my interesting point of view, but I sense that we will actually be living in that place between the beginning, beginning and end. That we're going to be living in... This sort of surf mode <laughs> of what's next and um and and I think more so those of us who are choosing a conscious path because consciousness is moving very very quickly it's expanding it's and you know when you look at you know what where we are on the with the earth, you know talk about endings and beginnings right the earth uh if we don't make big big changes. Will be not sustainable within 14 years. That was sort of the latest data. And it's, so it's like, we have to move fast. Those of us are here to bring consciousness to the planet and bring the change we are to the planet is, it, it actually requires that we get our surfboards out, <laughs> you know, and we're going to be surfing the waves. And so it's like, I feel as though, like, that the, whatever skills are required, in transition are going to be the new life skills. Whatever mm-hmm. skills are required for transition are going to be the new life skills. Mm-hmm. And um and if we can have fun in that, we can have joy in that. We I mean, have joy in the unknown. Right? And I think that's why like you know I've always noticed something very interesting that no matter what, like going through the worst thing a breakup, a death, a, you know, an injury or whatever, what I notice is that I there's always moments of laughter. There's always moments of okay in and amongst the grief and the wailing and the gnashing of teeth. So if there's a moment where you're okay, then you're effing okay. Just because you're grieving doesn't mean you're not okay. Just because you're sad, just because you're scared, just because it doesn't mean you're not Okay. You know, um, I had this uh, really, really profound and magical experience. As the universe is handing me pieces of myself that I've scattered around, through just it's such grace. <laughs> the things that I'm being given to heal in love and in and in sweetness. Because I feel like I've always sort of healed in the pounding of pillows and the wailing and gnashing of teeth a lot, you know. But I met this girl at WOW, uh, which is a amazing uh, speaker uh, training that uh, Lynn Rose does, my friend from the Awakening Giants. And that's where I had been this weekend in L.A. And there was a woman in the training who has one arm. And her name is Sammy Tucker. You might have heard of her. <laughs> she <laughs> she loses an arm and decides to take up archery. You want to talk about living the impossible?
1: Mm-hmm. She
2: uh, mm-hmm. actually won the gold medal in the Paralympics in archery with one arm. And mm-hmm. she is an inspiration. We talk about transitions, right? When you lose a limb, you know, you, you lose a part of you in some way. And um, the other night at dinner, she shared with me her experience of losing her arm. It was a motorcycle accident and she was laying in a ditch and the motorcycle had just chopped her arm off and there was like blood spurting everywhere and she had this moment of presence and seeing this one... Because things were like flying above her and she was seeing like basically God and every fragments that she was seeing above her body and God spoke to her like very clearly and the way that she sees this accident now is that her arm gave up its life so she could have her life because Mm. she had been she had been living in death and in wanting to die for years and Mm. so the universe kind of brought her to that moment of do you want to do you really wanna die? you know, and um, and she was talking about the process of breathing her arm and and about like how the arm has facilitated pulling out her own darkness and her own blackness how the this horrible, horrible accident has facilitated her into life mm-hmm. and um and then. <laughs> uh, in full disclosure um uh, uh one, other, one other aspect of this is that she realized that there was the her hand like her she's got basically kind of a stump that goes to her humerus and then the rest is not there and but the rest is there energetically and mm-hmm. it she's it has uh turned out that this energetic hand can go inside the bodies and heal them. And mm-hmm. so here is this, here is this, what would be considered a very, very, very deeply tragic loss was her, her life force coming back. And that's mm-hmm. essentially my sense of transition is that it's always bringing you something greater. It's always bringing you something more. And I was sitting there with her, and it reminded me when she was talking, um, I've always had a little bit of a resistance to, to amputees um, and like kind of like it, it brings up this visceral response because I was in a car accident when I was 19 where I almost lost my arm and uh, my hand was spun around in the steering wheel and was twisted around in the console with bones hanging out and all this. And I, in my mind's eye, I saw it ripped off, and I, I know what a phantom hand is because my hand was still gripping the steering wheel, and it was very confusing because I couldn't see it on the steering wheel. I actually couldn't find it because it was it was actually twisted and stuck somewhere. And, um, and I was sharing this with her, and she just looked at me with this force that she is. She is a force on this planet, I have to say. And she said, Megan, she goes, you're actually more of an amputee than I am. She says, You're an energetic entity. She says, Because I'm connected to my hand. And she goes, You're not connected to your arm. And you seeing it rip off, it has it has ripped off. You're not embodying your arm. And I was like, mm-hmm. What the F and my whole reality just went, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> And it it was uh, just a profound experience for me. And, and, you know, I've had these experiences of my, um, so much like pain and stuff in this arm and it go, it will like, when I'm scared, it will be stiff and it will be like, it's disconnected. And it was just, I knew that she was correct, that I'd been living as an amputee, even though I had my arm. But she wasn't living as an amputee. And I was like, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. And so here's this person who has lost this limb, right, who is helping me to find mine. Like, do we ever lose anything? (laughs) Really? Or do we always just gain more? That's my question. You know, that's not, I don't, I don't have an answer. I'm not saying this is the way of it. But like, like that, that experience is working me so profoundly that I'm going to the desert with her in about a week and a half to get my arm back. (laughs) So, but (laughs) it's, so I just had this funny, funny thing in my head. It's like, wait a minute. Like, I'm going to the desert with a one-armed girl so that I can get my arm back okay, good job, (laughs) that's what's next, check, you know. But, and that's part of, I think, you know, my journey of being with me and relating through myself is that I can now see what's required for my healing. I can now, it's just being brought to me, you know, all of these pieces and parts. And so, like, the magic, and I'm imagining that you felt this in your leadership training as well as like the magic of the moments that are being brought to us in this time of grief, in this time of letting go are just the gifts coming in are just beyond and they're coming in in part because of this letting go. And so can that be bad? And mm-hmm. what if what's coming is greater than we could either of us imagine, but you know, it's kind of like what Suzanne said, it's like, we got to get our rituals. We have to learn to live in transition. We have to learn to surf because the waves are continuous and they're moving and they're moving and they're moving and you know, you come off onto the beach and we are, the next wave is coming. <laughs> and the next wave is coming. So, you know, let's let's learn the skills of transition. Let's find those rituals. Let's find those, those uh, what do you call it? Those points of those points of presence, like I would say that that experience with her was a point of presence where the universe, I feel like the universe brought her to me to say, I am here. You are safe. You are, you are being given everything that you require.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've got your back. Yeah. 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 So let's talk more about this when we, um, come back from break and then do you do you want to talk about the new beginnings love well and what you're planning on doing what you know so far <laughs> be
2: I will make I will make something up
1: okay great <laughs> all right everybody come back
0: <laughs> are you looking for a place to create connect and belong where you have massive encouragement to be the weird live outside the box person you truly are have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow
1: the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move
0: you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com
1: and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O.
0: This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome Welcome back back. to Love Life and (laughs) I love that all the way to the end, we still forgot who was supposed to bring people back as a last break. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We themed it right on through. Break on through to the other side. Boop, boop, (laughs) boop. So, um, you wanted me to talk about. Uh, what might be next, and I, I'll briefly mention that. But then I want to, want to like, uh, want to celebrate too. We said we're going to celebrate. I'm not sure how to do that because I know we're sad and everything. But like, um, and maybe some people in the chat room can maybe um, share while I'm while I'm sharing this little bit. Like maybe people in the chat room can think about like a favorite show. Or if you would be willing to share some kind of contribution, awareness, or change that came to you through our show in some way. And we can read those out loud. And maybe you and I can talk about the funny things. I know that um, uh, when we first started, it was such a learning curve of, like, when the breaks were. And when this, I felt like such a fish out of water, you know. Talk about transitions. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like I did everything wrong for, like, a month and just all all I think were there were so many comical errors that I think like our first four shows were us just <laughs> trying to laugh over all the shit that we were doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fun. So uh let's see. Um well, I have what right now I'm like looking at what I want to call it. You know, and um, Suzanne had a great idea to call it the money channel because most of you know that I channel money and I have this amazing program going on right now called Imprinting for Riches. And I'm always um, helping um, the heart centered folk, the spiritual folk, to really start moving into creating money in addition to being spiritual and also, you know, kind of a play on the money channel and then um looking at maybe that might be a little bit too narrow um i i think it's going to be um uh, something in the neighborhood of um uh, because of this ad- the adventure that i'm going on um with the awakening giants and um and i always have had this you know thing I've always, and it's been, like, as with most things, um, you know, uh, it. My your gifts have kind of a this one side and then another side. I've always been seeing people as their greatest potential, as their greatness, as who they could be, who they could choose to be. And, like, in a way, because I'm a futurist, I don't always see that they're not living it right now right? I'm like, why don't you see that? Of course you're living the way I see you, you know, and that's gotten me into trouble over the years. Um, so it feels like the show is going to be around greatness uh, um, and also on the choices and the, the risking that goes into the the arc of greatness, like what it actually takes to become those possibilities inside of us. And, you know, I'm playing with names right now. The is actually, uh, Mary, who's listening in in the chat room right now, gave me the name, the, um, Megan's, Megan's Gigantic Adventure. <laughs> you know, and, you know, playing on the Awakening Giants and all of that. But I, I feel like I'll be having guests. Um, so that's still in, that's still in the, uh, what do they call it? In the can, as they say, in the business. It's still in the can, it's not, <laughs> it's uh not on the ground yet. It doesn't have its legs yet, but um, I will be announcing the new show and what it is um shortly, and I just wanted to give myself some some space um to not have it all ready to go here at the last show and I think that's i I think that's really reflective of transition, you know, is that sometimes we need a space to breathe and a space to like go and as and allow the, the new to come through and allow that. But uh it will be um it will be coming soon to a radio station near you. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. this one. Inspired so choices I network.
1: Guess, and um, yeah. 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 So I guess what I wanna just tell people is that you know directly is that Megan is going to continue the show it's just going to be a different name and a different flavor and it's going to be Megan on her own and hopefully she'll allow me to be a guest from time to time and um and you know mm-hmm. because Megan is such a social being you know I think there will be just a lot a lot of um you know co-hosts for the day um because if you know Megan at all you know that she loves making new friends and highlighting um, what people are doing in their world. And she's really genius at that. So the show will continue and it will continue on Inspired Choices Network. And so you can still, um, and it's going to be the same time slot, right, Megan? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So it'll just be a whole different flavor and um, be much more geared towards um, what Megan's creating in her world. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you.
2: And of course, Missy over here, who's let go of all form and structure, (laughs) I'll I'll be driving the ship and uh, she'll pop on apparently whenever she chooses. (laughs) Whenever it suits her. It's so awesome that we're having this opposite experience. Everything's opposite of what it appears to be. Oh, by the way, you guys, that is the most best transition tool I found like in access consciousness, there's a tool uh, that we use. It's a phrase. Everything's opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing's opposite of what it appears to be. And you use it a lot when you, when you're stuck in a paradigm. Um, and you use it a lot with crazy people or when people are being, <laughs> you know, like absurd. Right. Um, but I've been using it in transition. Like when I've been like, you know like laying in bed going oh my god like i don't know like you know there's been times that it's just been super scary for me and i would say where well, you're more of the griever i'm more of the anxious one you know and um it was this phrase that helped me soothe me it was like a way of the, that there was a space that opened up because again like i said as soon as you attach to a story of what this transition means and like then we start going into the drama vortex, right? And so in my head, I'd be, like, futurizing and, and like, uh, you know, terrorizing myself, essentially. So saying that phrase, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. I just kept saying, it and it would it would actually, there was several, several nights that that's how I got back to sleep. When I woke up scared, mm-hmm. was just saying that phrase mm-hmm. over and over again, in it, created a space for me and I think that's why I'm not in a definition of like what was or what will be like I've been undoing that and really just coming into the present moment so it's Mm -hmm. it's my it's a very I found it to be a very effective transition tool for me
1: Mm-hmm. So we promised that we would celebrate, and I wanted to just share what Marion wrote in the chat room. Thank you so much for this. She says, every show I have heard has been life-altering. Your vulnerability and willingness to share everything you have gone through has taught me to see life in a different light from the first time. You're both such an amazing contribution to my life, to consciousness, and to magic on this planet. And I really just thank you for that. Um, Marion, I feel like you've been one of the most consistent chat roomers of any of our um of our people. And I just love your fiery spirit and your contributions in the chat room. It's always like it's always a party with Marion in the chat room. So thank you for always showing up and um and for yeah, she's the queen chat roomer. Um And Mary says, I love you guys so much. Cheers to ease in the transition and big, huge futures. I am more me because you have been more you. Thank you for that, Mary. That feels really, really, really sweet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, do you have a favorite episode?
1: No, I don't have a favorite series or anything. I just feel like, you know, this has been such a um a beautiful up level for me in allowing my voice to be heard and in showing up as an equal with Megan as a facilitator and to be on the fly all the time because Megan's not a planner particularly with regard to radio shows. And so it just feels um Like I've really learned, like by being in the fire and it didn't matter what kind of undoneness that in the moment before the show, it's like I've got to pull myself together and come to the show and, you know, and bring me with it, like bring my vulnerability with it. And so I really appreciate that and I appreciate everything, everything Um that this that you have taught me and that I have gleaned from this process. It's been completely life-altering for me.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think this is, you know, I,
1: I did a show about a month ago
2: about, like, you know, what creation would ask us to be more of us, and I would say that this creation has asked us to be more of us. Um, yep. It's brought forward more of us. It's asked us to show up when we didn't want to show up. It's asked us to, to like, get out of our shit when we didn't want to get out of our shit. It's been asked us to be greater. Mm-hmm. It's asked us to be more. It's just, um, and it's, and it's been play and it's been fun. Like, you know, having shows from around the world in bathrooms in Italy and Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I love that I started on the street today because those have been some of my funnest moments of when it doesn't go how we think and and we have so much fun with it and I just want to thank you for creating this with me. So,
1: yeah, uh, goodbye
2: everybody! (laughs) Yeah. Um,